Thank you for supporting our channel. Thank you for supporting Wizan. Please like, subscribe, comment, and hit the notification bell for any future videos. I think you're a fucking prick, mate. <laughs> Which is cool. That's all yeah. right. It's fine. But what, why is that? I had a get. I so Sapori. Everyone knows Sapori. Yeah. We all go to eat some Sapori. You don't because you're feeding Keiko. You what is it? Ned, didn't you? <laughs> It's like an establishment that like proper working class cab drivers go to and get I a nice. I did the in Chelsea kitchen back in the day, but not there. Yeah, there you go. Where a lot of cab drivers congregate to, like overnight, afternoon, yeah. whatever. It's lovely. It's really nice. Yeah, cheap food. Yeah, so I mean, well, it's got <laughs> gone up now, and the price of everything. Yeah, no, I would. Used to be a tenner, get a nice pasta dish, coffee, tenner. Now yeah. it's fourteen pound fifty. Still cheap. So you've had to swerve the Snickers bar on the way out. Where was we? We've digressed a little bit. So <laughs> yeah, talking about, oh yeah, I was in Sapori and... Um, Which I know is off Allstory yeah, Road. Yeah, Allstory Road, that's the one. So you had... <laughs> it was in my early stages of doing these videos. Yeah. And I didn't really have a following. You're right, they're ruffling in the <laughs> background now. <laughs> now. We got an order, we got an order. Yeah. <laughs> um, Deliveroo's come through. Um... um See, I do these videos, and it, the the video that excelled the. I've done a video, and, it, and it's called International Women's Day. So basically, I'm I mock International Women's Day because from where I'm from in Essex and the people that I'm wrapped around, everyone likes to go out, get on it. Yeah, all kinds of free going on, like doing people birds doing the worm on the bar, Ed Butting Dorman, whatever. But for this one day, they want independence. They want a bit of respect. They want an equal pay. They want everything, which I promote, by the way. Yeah, yeah. You don't, Dave, do you? No. So, yeah. So, uh, a geezer walks in. And uh, I'm eating on my own. And it's one of them like, oh, do you mind if I, I'm on my own? Do you mind if I sit down? But he had two friends next to me. I mean, yeah, of course you can. I'll sit down. He's sitting there and he's eyeballing me. He's like, I've got to say, like, especially in knobs, no offence, lads, but knobs over 50 years of age. Right? <laughs> he's come to me, Not he went, you're that um, you're that fella on the TV, ain't you? I'm like, uh, I know what he means. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, Instagram, yeah. He went, that's it. YouTube's, is it? I went, yeah. <laughs> Go on. He's on. Yeah, I don't really like your your stuff. What you're saying? I went, why's that? He went, I think you're a bit derogatory for the trade. I went, Go on. He went, yeah, you're putting us in a bit bit of a bad light. I went, why's that? So he's making an eyeball in there, like, Go on, John. So he said, yeah, you're talking about women doing cocaine. I went, not really. I said, have you seen any of my other stuff? He went, no, I've seen that video. And like my sister was saying that this is the reason why people get Uber. I went, mate, fucking the reason you why people... You meant, mate, go away. Yeah, oh, yeah, sorry. I went, <laughs> <laughs> this is the reason people use Uber. I went, mate, go away. Get your, get your meatballs and jog on. So, um, and he said, yeah, but you can't really talk like that. And I went, well, I can. I went, you are not my target audience, clearly. Mm. And your sister, the way she's even remotely promoted Uber is an absolute disgrace. Mm. My sister wouldn't even dream of saying something like that. So if you've got a relative that is a black cab driver, gone through the knowledge or whatever, don't talk about Uber. Don't talk about, oh, it's because a black cab driver years ago didn't take card. So I said to him, I went, look, I went, I've also, I said, I'm trying to move into the world of doing stand-up. And this was before COVID. Can I say COVID? Yeah. yeah. Before COVID. And he went, he, his whole demeanour changed. Oh, really? Where'd you do it? I went, no, 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 no. <laughs> You're not interested. You don't like my stuff. So I said, why, so why am I going to tell you where I do my stand-up? Mm. He went, oh, I'd like to, I'd like to possibly like come along. I went, you're not welcome. 
And this is when I was trying to do like an open mic night to like in front of 10, 15 people. And I'm like, it's not, it, that weren't for me because my stuff is, I, I swear, as you can tell, my stuff is, I swear, shit happens. It, that's, a, that's a light swear word. Mm. Isn't it? it is what it is. But I, I speak for, I try to speak for normal people that we're really sort of forgotten about. And I try to sort of, it's the general observational stuff. I tried telling him that, and he went, all right. And then when I was leaving, he tried shaking my hand. I went, I just said, nah, mm-hmm. not at all. I get, li- listen, you're not, like my nan, she's one of the most poshest people in the world. And we went to my cousin's wedding last week, and she went, Aaron, dear, I understand that you have uh, excelled yourself into doing this comedy stuff. I went, yeah, I'm trying to, nan. She went, but the family say that I shouldn't be looking at your video. She's 89. <laughs> Right. I went, no, I said, it's not for you, Nan. She went, you do know there are other words in the dictionary other than swear words. I went, I get in and I said, but you're not my audience. I said, I speak for people that yeah. are sort of normal riffraff. Yeah. And I said, I've got also other posh knobs that fo- follow me as well and that are well-spoken. She went, yeah, but there's so much more to your vocabulary that you can use. And I'm like, Nan, I won't argue with her because I don't want to be kicked out the wheel. So yeah. I'll just let her get on with it. But yeah, I'm just trying to, apple- trying to appease these people there's no mm. point. Like cab drivers, you get some people that say you're a <laughs> knockoff Mickey Flanagan. Mickey, yeah. like Mickey Flanagan is not the only geezer from the east end of the <laughs> of London. Do you know what I mean? He's not the only person that talks like us. We talk like the way we talk, yeah. but because Mickey Flanagan is here, it's like oh, any fun, anyone that sort of sounds remotely liking it, he's just the shit version. Oh yeah, cool, whatever. Um, what, I I, I said this exactly yesterday mm. on a podcast. We, I, they said, um, not really my cup of tea. And I said, why? And they said, um, he's a bit of a Mickey Flanagan knockoff. And I said, do you remember Lee Evans? Yeah, they remember Lee Evans. There's another guy from the East End that was like Lee Evans. And he got, his, he got on television as well. And I can't remember his name, but he, he got fairly big. He got television work and stuff like that. And he, he was a complete Lee Evans. He'd done the body movements and whatever. But he was hilarious. Yeah. Um, so everyone's going to be kind of like someone, but... Uh, the only comparison you would make with you and Mickey Flanagan is kind of maybe accent. Uh, do, do you? you That's comedy it. is yeah, w- complete w- different. Hundred percent. Like he is a proper stand-up multi-millionaire. He's a yeah. comedian. He's a stand-up comic, right? Yeah. I'm not. I'm like a <laughs> knob that's probably funny down the pub. Yet again, it's all observational comedy for yeah. me. So I'll make a quick remark, quick comment. Yeah. Again, my my comedy nights. You're welcome to come on May 14th, even though it's a sellout. You're paying, but you're, you're welcome to come if you're not. Yeah, I'm on the sh- VIP list. Showboating around the world, um, promoting with them, <laughs> <laughs> selling electric cabs and blue books. But um, yeah, it's, it, it's just I will be on stage, look around the audience, and just talk to people. Yeah, that's all it is. No, I, I watched and it was good. I enjoyed it. Isn't it how everyone starts? Even like Mickey, Mickey Flanagan, didn't they all start the same way? And I do. Yeah, I, I hone, do. Hone their their talent and everybody, you know. I think it is, but they do have, I mean, even people that I get on my nights, they will say, so my my stuff, I'll put onto my YouTube, like little highlight clips and whatever. All the stand-up comics say to me, don't put my stuff on there. Because they have their one set that they've been homing for five, six, seven years, whatever. Mm. If you put it on YouTube or the socials, the full set. You can't use it? People were like, I ain't got to go and see him anymore. <coughs> yeah. Because it's like if you do automatically come up, go to the comedy store, and he's performing or she's performing, 
I've seen your stuff. So you're not, you've not got that instant reaction to sort of like, mm. to laugh at what they're going to say because you already know what's coming. Mm. Yeah. But even, but then people like Mickey Flanagan, like and Peter Kay, like Peter Kay with garlic bread and all that. Oh yeah, I've tasted it. <laughs> the thing, Brilliant. The thing is, is that you can watch that today. You can watch it in two months' time, a year's time. It's still <laughs> funny. Yeah. But yeah, these, these up and coming comedians, like as, but they are real stand-up comedians. That's why I get them on my show because I ain't got a set. I can't do two and a half, three hours. You're not going to get a set? Yeah. You're not working on a set? You can't do it yet. No, yeah. not yet. The, the, it's the, the aim will be, will be there, but I, I, I can't. No, I can't. But you're very much the compare of the thing, so you're the big you're the big yeah. thing of it. Yeah, of course. So eventually, like what you say, David, I've, I will probably have to. Like the backyard is 300, 350 people. Yep. If I want to do Apollo, like 2,000 people, 3,000, I don't know how many thousands of people are in there. I need to get my own set. Mm-hmm. So then you do 45 minutes, have a 20-minute interval, and then do another 45 mm-hmm. minutes. I can work to that, but having... It is difficult. I'm not making excuses, but having a young family, I've got a three-year-old and a six-month-old. Oh, congratulations. So well she's done. on maternity leave. Yeah, yes. Beautiful. And thank you. And I say, it can't be mine, surely. They can't. But I just... You checked it. You want to check yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Big, big. You can do that, can you? Little pricks in here. Yeah. Night. <laughs> Pinprick, sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's what got you into this place. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, the, the goal is to eventually try and be out of the cab. I'll never leave the cab. Yeah. I love being a black cab driver. Yeah. Love it. This was something that I was going to raise because uh, when I did this, I'm 26 years, I think, cab driver. When we started, I had a friend who I did it with, Stephen Gardner. There was a quite a lot of us and it was different then. And I remember Stephen saying to me, look, I'm only doing the knowledge because I'm going to play the drums and I'm going to be in a band. And I thought, well, driving a cab is perfect because it's security. If you want to be do a university degree, be a cab driver, and then you, you're funded and you can do your university degree and you've got this safe thing, which allowing you to experiment because you wouldn't want to bet your life on being a successful comedian. You, no. you think the uh, wife would be like, you've got to get a job, Aaron. I ain't having this. Yeah, because because they shit, they don't want to work today. Women when they were a cab driver, no offense, the, the, ladies. No, no, unless they're cab drivers themselves. <laughs> there's a lot of feminist stuff I've been watching recently. Uh, there's there's quite a backlash at the moment, isn't there, against feminism? There's um, th- like, for instance, women. They've been saying women have always been suppressed, and then the guy says, um, "How many women died in World War One? How many women died in World War Two? How many women have died in wars over the years?" And it's hardly any. We get sent. To go off and be killed, yeah. and you can sit at home and, um, you know, I'm not sure about the suppression being quite equal. The thing is, the fact that mm. you've said that, and you're, I know your arsehole's twitching just saying it. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm all he's right. I, I'm out. straight he's, out of the country. He's <laughs> waiting for one of us to say something. <laughs> Three so days, he, he he's cut his bit out mm. and leave us holding the baby. Make us look like <laughs> shit having stones thrown at us in the yes. cab. <laughs> <laughs> yes, who's in charge of the editing well, is the key. We was doing this thing recently to try and encourage more women to do the knowledge, right? So I was all for it. Having more women driving cabs is great. Um, and it turns out it's 2 to 3% of our trade is women. And then you go online, you do some stats. Two to three percent of women are plumbers. Two to three percent of women are plasterers. And across the board, the percentage is about the same for every kind of job where women, they don't really want to do it because they're happy doing what they've got. Choices. Yeah. Yeah. It's what they, it's what they, we've got freedom of choice, haven't we? Yeah. You, mean, you can't force people to say, we need to have quotas in cab drivers. We're going to force women to be cab drivers. You can't. I mean, it's, it's their choice, isn't it? Absolutely. That's the thing. They and are it, choosing and, not and, to do it. And they choose different jobs. But that, but, but if you find with not all, but the majority of women pro rata, if you look throughout the years, they it's changed a bit now because they're more 
and rightly so for them, is is they're career driven. Whereas it used to be, by the time I'm thirty, I want two kids and a detached house, and mm. the old man can go to work, which ain't a problem, and I'll stay and look after the children and make sure the house is right. And yeah. and there was an element of pride for a lot of women that used to do that. Whereas now, in the modern world that we live in, they're telling the woman, like, "You don't have to do that. You can go to work. You can mm. do." It. All right. Well, there's not a bit. What's the big issue here? If someone wants to stay at home and be the housewife, I mean, I know I know people that men. Are now the, I say the housewife, but the house husband, take the kids to school, to nursery, do the cooking, do the cleaning, pick up, in washing, shopping, whatever, and the woman will go to work. Yeah, I'd like that. That's that's fine, but mm. then we're not f- men. I don't think some are, but majority of men, I don't think they're <laughs> precious. Mm-hmm. Like if if a woman said, "Look, I'm going to go to work and I'm going to earn 150 grand a year," you just look after the kids so we can save money elsewhere, like nursery fees and all that. Folks will be like, sweet, sky sports <laughs> yeah. all day, throwing tennis balls at your kids, do you yeah. know what I mean, or whatever. Well, playing with the kids. The kids would be well entertained. That is playing with the kids, isn't it? Throwing tennis balls, sponge tennis balls, sorry. But yeah, I, I, I think we live in a very a very uh, sensitive world at the minute, and that's where like my material, I try to tone it Oh, not Tony Dan, sorry. Oh, that's I, where you need to go, I think, Karen. That's where you got to. I think it's the new. I think we're we're reaching the crest of a wave in the terms of women are going to realise, and I think that what I'm seeing with all the information I'm seeing on online, women will realise that okay, I wanted to be a career mind, I wanted to be independent, I wanted to be strong, but now I'm 32 and I've got no kids, and if I don't have kids in the next eight years, I might not have kids ever at all, and then I'll be old with no kids, mm. and however much they don't like it. We are genetically engineered and women are genetically engineered to have this urge for kids and it will hit them. And I have seen it in three people that were very, very talented, independent, working, and then realize at 39 that they wanted to find a man and have children. Mm. Well, you've got to find a man that's the right man and then you've got to actually then try to have children and then it's either you or him that's not performing. Usually at that age it's you because yeah. um, the man only needs one one good one and you need to have one that's uh, alive and got the little green light for go on it. Like my, I'm, I'm at my <coughs> so I'm three years younger than my missus. Like she's 42. So she had, it's weird, she had the second one at 41. And our eldest at thirty nine, but even then she was half panicking. I'm a geriatric mum. Yeah. I'm like, all right, well, but I'm very much of like the if you are genetically connected, like your genes mix, then your children will be fine. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Which God uh, touch wood, hopefully that we don't have. Like, my children don't obviously grow up with anything wrong with them. Obviously, mm. like that's everyone, every parent's wish. But but yeah, like there's um. I was forty four with my last one. Last really? one, the, the last one, the baby of the family. Yeah, same wife. Thirty-six years with him. You said that with so much pride as well. Yeah, same yeah. wife. <laughs> same wife. I love that. We love it. We, we say that without that the little one, Grace, amazing Grace, we call her. We'd have such a quiet life. Yeah. How many children yeah. you got? Three, twenty-seven, twenty-five, and thirteen. Wow. And the yeah. two eldest ones were the babysitters. They were great. It was <laughs> you got to live your life yeah. now. Go on Disney cruises. We and just went to Malta. When I was in Malta, it was only me and the wife. We we went off and left them because we got twenty seven, twenty five to look. See, after. you're like I've got invited yeah. to the, the the film premiere as a special guest because we was involved in the making of that movie um, Love Without Walls, subtly involved, not massively involved. Um, 
and you're going to go as a guest. And I'm saying to the wife, we should fly to London, go as a guest. It'll be a lovely thing. You've not done anything like that. We can actually dress up. We haven't dressed up for 10 years. We can put something nice on. We can have a nice meal and go to a nice hotel afterwards <laughs> and have a nice cup of tea. And uh, she's like, yeah, but the kids won't let us go. We, they'll let one of us go at a time. How old are your children? Two. I've got uh, eight and ten. Yeah. And they, they, they're like, no, can we come? And I think, well, if you come, it's just like... Where would you live? Uh, Izmir in Turkey. And you've got a maid over there that look after We do have a maid. <laughs> You've got two, actually. <laughs> I've been invited over there for all these I didn't just imagine being a butler. That's what you're going to be, isn't you? Mate. Come for a month, though. How much are they? Maybe with the kids, they'd be off, wouldn't they? Those, books. <laughs> Those blue books were a score when I was on the knowledge. <laughs> yeah, they well, still are score? No, they're 30 now. <laughs> technology, yeah, isn't it? It's technology. You'd be yeah. start supplying people with iPads soon, wouldn't you? Well, I'm, I'm developing. Well, the iPad is the best way to uh, store all your runs anyway. I mean, it's a bit hard with the dinosaurs of our industry. You get an old man, he says, I just want the paper version. Um, but with the iPad version, can you imagine how many books we used to carry around with us? I mean, the, you carry your phone there. Iconic, now. though, isn't it? It is iconic. The burning process is iconic. The, the destruction of it. Um, is, still, I, is Alex still involved? No, Alex has gone and lived in Gibraltar. Yeah. Um, so he's having a nice time there. And Alex, over the years, I've done great More things. With with, with yeah, all developed different things, stages and stages. Um, and we started off with um, a Microsoft map of the A to Z that you could put pins on and place all your points on called Map Vision. And I, Microsoft were going to make their new map, like the Google Earth. Yeah. They was working on it. And I said to Microsoft, you've got this app called Map Vision. You've got this CD. Um, and you've shelved it. They said, you can have it. No way, really. Yeah, they sent me a thing, said it's yours, uh, and that was it. So I took it, and and then I watched everybody pirate. My That belongs to me yeah, yeah. from Microsoft. They're, they're now pirating your stuff. And, oh, Jesus. And it contained all the points so you could see where they were. And it was lovely. That was the beginning of it. Then I worked with Alan Googe, and Alan Googe was creating apps of how you would call your Blue Book, similar to what Alex took it to a next level because yep. iPads didn't exist. This was computer-based, PC-based. Then we moved to iPads. Um, and now I, I work with a Turkish developer to take it to the the modern stage so it works on Android and everything else. And it's still really much easier for everybody. But Do you think it makes people lazy, though? I Aaron, yeah. The, there's, yeah there's, there's, nothing, there's nothing better than actually going out on your bike in your car or whatever and visualising a point well we're going to do googly eyes tomorrow the podcast okay. so about students that are, are googling it and in my day it would have been lovely that you're doing a run and you think can you turn left there at Kilburn Eye Road is that going to work and it's like oh geez, it's a trip to Kilburn Eye Road isn't it that's the only way to know so it would be nice in those aspects but then obviously when you get that possibility of checking if there's a no left turn no right turn in that distance away from you but isn't this the whole point of a knowledge school? No doubt, out of 150 people who got a knowledge school, John, can you turn left there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what it used to be. Yes. Yeah. But now yeah. it's like, yeah, Googling, what you should do is ban every... <laughs> Hang on. <I'm> <laughs> Repeat. <laughs> what you should do is ban everyone, when they walk in the door, all the phones go in a box. So they're not sitting there cheating, going like... Yeah, bang, yeah, well, do you know, yeah, no, there, there's a, sorry, there is an aspect to this that they actually are going to take longer and they don't know it. And it, they don't realise, and I said it to someone today, the knowledge is easy. You need to do your blue book so you've got vocabulary, that you can call it. Yeah. So if you call your blue book every day, fluency. there's your language and your fluency. Mm -hmm. Then you practice point to point. The point to point is 
the appearances. So if you can nail all of these questions, you'll pass your appearances. To do that, you need a vocabulary of points. So you need to build up uh, where are these points and then practice point to point. So these are the three disciplines. And the amount that they distract themselves with other cloudiness of stuff that they do to avoid doing these three disciplines. Mm. Um, so when we do go on Google, I I can look at Google Street and I, I can't recognise that. But if I'm in real life, I know exactly what that is. So Second, right, 13th, left, I know when it's coming up. Like there was a, there's a young fella, he just got his green badge, he just passed his finals, he just picked up his cap two weeks ago. Um, Sammy Hall, his name is. Yep. And, uh, I know Sam. He's, he's followed me for a while and I've been on his knowledge journey with him. Or would always message me, I'd always give him words of encouragement and I just said to him, look, don't show off. Oranges and lemons, just call fluency, just <laughs> get there from A to B. You'll get your sevens or your sixes, you'll be fine. Oh, you're, what you're saying is music, music. To my Mr. Price, oranges and lemons. Isn't well, it? But, but, but uh, even mom, mom is, I mean, I, I she she scored me uh, just uh, like one under a B actually on me 28s. And she, was it 56, I can't remember. No, 56, sorry. And then uh, I've done a run. And she said, "Like, what's the matter?" And I said, "And I, I scored on it." And I, and I said, "Oh, like, I knew, I know something, but it's a bit more intricate." She like, and she went, "I like people that show off." <laughs> I was thinking, "No, I'm not going to be roped into that one." <laughs> and I, but, I, but I thought, to my, but I went away and I thought to myself, "But no, nah, even though I could call it, what's the point? Just oranges and lemons. Just keep it simple. Yeah. If you want to show off, you've got to nail it because if you think you're going to be a flash little fucker." <laughs> If you think you're going to be a flash little bugger in those appearances, those examiners will pick you off, outpoint you, and be like, have your D and jog on and see Have you been listening days. to me? No. You are, like, word for word, really? what I would uh, advise everybody. It's yeah. like, absolutely, i got some cl fantastic, I wrote some brilliant runs that were magical, that yep. were so intricate, full of stuff, and distance-wise, they were short. No cab driver in the world would ever drive it, but it, you could do it, and it may be knocked off 500 metres, I don't know. Yep. Yes, call it. If you could call it with your eyes closed and your eyes hands tied behind your back, yes, call it. But most people, most people cannot. And it's surprising how many of the people that actually go for it that you realise you shouldn't, you're going to struggle with the orange and lemons. Why the hell did you even attempt to try to turn yeah. left there? I, you, know, you know, like you got the bankers and all that, you probably still yeah. do it. So Mr. Thomas, he had all these bankers. I went in there, I didn't drop a single point, called all of his runs, and he, but he gave me a B, which is fine. It, well, it should have been like, it should have been an A, but I'm not going to... He didn't give them, did he? No, no, no. Well, he he didn't. didn't knock so many points off. So just yeah, hesitation, no matter yeah. what. Yeah, he yeah, said yeah. I knocked straight off. two or three? I can't yeah, remember. Every round I knock off hesitation yeah. before they've even started. But he, he, he went to me, he said, yeah, very well done, Gordon, on you go. And I was like, and I looked at me kind of think B, and I was thinking, yeah, you crafty. <laughs> you crafty bugger. Uh, I was thinking... I looked at me car and I got a B and he went, you crafty bugger. But, yeah, but right. his, his points would have been big points, well-known points. No, they weren't obscure. No, was, they, was they or what? That's what I was going to say about Google. When you say like Google's not good, I think sometimes when you got an obscure, you may have gone and pointed it and then two years, 18 months down the line, you you go, what is, what's that point? Get Google and it, you go, oh, I remember it. I was there on the bike. That's where Google's good because you have yes. been there, seen it as a revision. I'll tool. never forget uh, Chance yeah. Relaying to Rolls Road. Yeah. Third run on the knowledge we put me and me mate pulled up on the side at Rolls Road and we was calling the calling the run. Cab driver pulled next to us. You got a long way to go, boys. <laughs> went, Shut up, mate. <laughs> and he went sailing off and like waving fifty pound notes out the window. 
Where's well, now, now you just got a wave of frigging credit card machine <laughs> out the window, didn't you? What's cash? Yeah, that's the thing about credit card machines, isn't it? Well, they, they, now that you can't have the handheld TFL approved, can you? Oh, mate, there's so much that needs. But you do, don't you? You do have it. You have, you've no. got an handheld in your thing in no. your cab. No, no comment. No, 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 no. None of you do anything like that. You're all TFL, TFL regulated. TFL. Four, four in the boot. Four in the boot. Uh, what one's going to pass the inspection? Yeah, that one. We'll screw that into the. Uh, I, I, it's outrageous what they do. I mean, sometimes it doesn't make sense what they're doing. No, they're, they're, they're a credit card machine. We're affiliated to a bank or something. What's wrong with it? My conspiracy behind it, or my 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 thought process behind it, is because someone will say, "No, they're not." But this is this is my opinion. TFL are getting a kickback off of the machines that are used in the back of the cab. There is no mm. other reason because the whole the whole point of taking credit cards was because that's the 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 mode that we're going down. So you got to be able to take cards because not everyone carries cash. All right, yeah, yeah, cool. Well, when I go to my accountant, I can't already because it says it on my banking. Yeah, what I've took. So yeah. you can't hide it. What is so, the, so the you're issue? you're spot on with what you're saying. So, but they must have smoke and mirrored it and said the reason we have to give you this approved. Credit card machine is, is uh, and I think it's because they take a percentage, which they, makes they, sense. They, but that's not what they, they don't tell say us. that. They so what are they, they saying to us? But they, they, don't, but they, they just don't say because it's approved. That's their only. That's the only but they, don't have to, they don't have to tell us anything because we we know mm. that if we say too much, see this too many yeah, can't too me, many no. cab drivers are concerned about this. That's why they don't go on demos. They don't, well, I don't want to lose my badge, obviously. Yeah. But then even if you put up the uh, the handheld, not the handheld, the, the device in the back, if you set up a certain bank account in there. Yeah, you can swap them over. Yeah, but they, but they no, can't. They they, surely they can't. Surely it's illegal for them to go hunting through mm. unless they want it. That's up to the tax. Well, the problem I had, yeah. I was, I come and I take cabs, different cabs. Now I now have to register with some firm to get the thing to work. So I am not going to bother doing that. I literally don't use the one in the back, and I just use the handheld. Oh, you mean if you, when you rent them? Well, yeah, yeah not yeah. when you rent because I don't have to and rent them. Do you know what's expensive? Do you know what's bollocks is when? Do you know what's nuts is when? <laughs> Are you bantering me or can I swear? You can, you if you swear, but do it twice because I'm not sure at the moment whether I'll edit and put loads of beeps. Yeah, or you know you could, you know crop you. Beeps you know, ain't good. No, no, at the beep. Just so don't do the beep. Do get the Wizan logo and put it's going on YouTube. Yeah, get the Wizan logo. So every time it's a swear word, put Wizan logo on and flash it and, and shut you down your sound. Yeah, I, 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 I try yeah. some things. I've been up for hours though. Well, I, I don't know where a thousand, I've thousand, thousand logos. I've got to put I another have to say, logo. I haven't watched. I haven't watched him. I think he's been really good tonight. <laughs> oh, Melo, yes, yes. No, but I wanted to say something as well. You're, I think it's you're very posh. And no, for yeah, no, I think no. I I know how to articulate. I've seen my you words. articulate on the videos, and I was thinking, I'm not sure now. I've heard him speak. You articulated, and I thought he can do what I do, which is you have to speak clearly for people to understand you. Yeah. But that's knowing your audience because you know that you could pick up people that live out in Crazy Hill, people mm -hmm. out in Bromley, people out in Essex, people out in Leighton Buzzard, Barnes, mm -hmm. just adjust yourself. Yeah. And But this is like appearances. This, like, this is how I talk. But then going into an appearance, I will try and pronounce my T's properly. Yes. And speak, not properly, but do you know what I mean? No, oh, well. But I don't know how some people get away with calling over certain things that they do. But they do because of the way they speak. Yeah. Well, well you try having conversations with cab drivers on the rank. You're like, how did you pass the knowledge? Well, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's shocking sometimes. <laughs> well, sometimes it is. I, I'm like, 
they got to get in it. They must have paid someone. He's not there anymore, though, is he? Oh, oh shit, I've got to cut that out. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> was it Princess of Prussia, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Prescott expensive. Street. Yeah. You should have tested Aaron on his knowledge there with the Princess of Prussia. Well, he knows it. Prescott now. Street. He's, he's, he's <laughs> a bit of rev. On that road. It's one way. Yeah. That way. So, anyway, we, we, we tangested. Yeah. And uh, most yeah. of what I've got there is probably useless. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Well, this is shut the school I'd love down. to be an examiner. Would you? I'd love to. Well, uh, you could be. It's He's young enough, isn't he? I was talking to Mr. Whitehead. Yep. Because um, I want to, uh, I'm not going to promote this, but I'm, I want to do something for the trade. Yeah. I spoke to you about it before. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I spoke to Whitehead and I said, I'd love to be an examiner. Obviously, the knowledge numbers are very down. Um, so, no doubt they're not going to employ new blood yeah. to be examiners because it's like some of them are just sitting on their pensions waiting to retire or whatever. And when you got, well, I read something the other day, 48 appearances in a week. But then they tried farming it off with, oh, not everyone stopped and gave us their runs. All right, let's call it 60. Mm. That, was a, that was a day before. What? I know. What are we doing? Mm. Um, and this is where I think certain people up top don't really truly give a shit about the knowledge mm. because we aren't part of the future. If you see the infrastructural change of London, yeah. they're trying to do everything they can to, to knock people off. Um, we, we're such an institution and it frustrates the life out of me. Uh, I used to think, so having uncles and all that growing up, being cab drivers... Being a cab driver, he turns up to every football game of his of like my cousin, his, his son, or fucking. He's always at every sports day and all that. Where my dad like sort of was, or he was, but then it's like they're always around. Mm. So then to grow up, family black cab drivers, people that you know are cab drivers. You're like, oh, I'd have to be a cab driver to work when I want, yeah. and earn what I want, like within reason. Um, and then you get in, and then you see how fragmented it is. It, it honestly, mate, it's it astounds me, and it goes. It started from so then I, you'd, you, I never understood that there was uh, at the time, it's three now or maybe four um, different unions. I thought it was just mm-hmm. LTDA because that you always had that one knob with the orange bag when you come out. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. seven years ago. Um, oh yeah, join the, join the union, and well, I've never joined. I've not. I've never been with a union. Yeah, I don't. Me personally, I don't see the point behind it. What? Because it's going to get you off of going through a red light or having mm-hmm. an altercation with a cyclist or whatever. Like, just I don't know. Anyway, personal opinion. But then you got. It's like if if they come up with an idea, it's then not supported by another org because they don't like that person in charge or whatever. And then the other org, like they don't. There's not enough clout behind there. So LTDA have got seven thousand cab drivers. LCDC probably got twelve hundred. The UCG probably got eight hundred people. I mean, I don't know. I'm just I'm yeah, guessing yeah, yeah. these numbers. But it's like when you call to de- do demos and like you get cab drivers, yeah, no, we shouldn't do this. We need to go down the legal route. We need to do that. LTDA, if, if the LTDA called on their members, six or seven and a half thousand of them, who, how many of there are, to a demo where it supported us, whether you believed in it or not, we can bring London to a standstill. When we do these demos that I've seen in the past, it's all happy-go-lucky, all right, officer, yeah, all right, sweet, yeah, we'll do this, yeah, an hour and a half here, two hours. They're happy as a pig in shit. As soon as we go off the beacon track and go and cause havoc elsewhere, 
oh, we're scum. We're now scum to the old bill. <coughs> but because yeah. we're, we're penned in and all that, it's like, oh, they'll get told what to do. Why is that? Because the badge. I don't want to lose my badge. Yeah, yeah. Where is, where is the unity with people? It's like, I don't, I like you tag, for instance. Some yeah. people agree with it, some people don't. Actually not agree with it. Yeah. They're a nuisance, you tag, to TFL, like the, like the big wigs, and they know it. Hence the reason why they, they're, they're trying to farm them off with like the <laughs> half a million pound like court legal fees and mm-hmm. all that. Any cab driver that tells you that they can't afford 150 pound or 250 quid, you're a liar. You don't want to go to a demo for two hours with your pals and have a coffee and have a bit of a chat or whatever, but you'll go and sit for dinner for two hours talking shit yes. about why every cab driver's doing that demo is a <laughs> fucking idiot. Do you know what I mean? Excuse my language. but an idiot. But, yeah, was an idiot. But the, like, and it frustrates me because I don't understand why or how we can't be like this. So, like the documentary, for instance. I mean, I'd love to promote the trade. Like, yeah. not, not any, there's been no person within this trade that has approached me to try and use my platform. Possibly because I swear, and our clientele are a bit mm. proper people. Mm. Yeah, they're not like the other mob that use them. But not one person's come to me and been like, so my impressions, so impressions are people that have viewed your videos, it's gone on their phone or their laptop or whatever, interacted, comments, likes, shares, everything. Every three months between six to eight million. No one touches me. No one asks me within the trade. McNamara, I sent McNamara an email about doing a documentary for the trade. I want to promote the trade. I want to promote the knowledge I want to highlight the mental health side of things between for cab drivers that we've had to go through yeah. pre and post pandemic. Uh, the oh, I don't know the the demolition of the TX fours, like people like cab yeah. drivers that have been investing into a sixty seven plate TX four. We told the Euro six diesel engines the most cleanest fuel in the world. All of a sudden, they've knocked three years off of our vehicle. That's hundred grand to some cab drivers. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was going to retire when I was sixty seven. Now I can't. Yep. Okay, now I've got to invest now in a 70 grand motor. Sorry, no, on an HP or whatever, yep. like PCP. It's 100 grand. Yep. Cab drivers like that, I'm done. That's why we've gone from 23,000 <laughs> cab drivers. That's why we've gone from 23,000 cab drivers down to 18,000 cab drivers. Then what we'll do, TFL will be like, oh, well, the knowledge bods aren't there, the cab drivers aren't there. So what we'll do, we'll cap it now at 17,500. And while, because it, we're not servicing the ranks anymore at these big stations, We'll give private hire their little plot yeah. where they can... Where, do you know what? But then... So then what's the point of paying into a union? What are we doing? The, we're mm-hmm. losing. We pay a premium for these vehicles to perform certain turns. You get in the trade that want to get rid of the turning circle. We've got the turning circle or the capability. That's why we pay X amount of money a week on a rent or, or to buy the cabs to perform our job. Mm-hmm. I've, I've learned that. I'm pointing to a map to anyone that doesn't realise yeah, yeah. what I'm on pointing at. Map on the wall. To apply my job anywhere I frigging want. Mm-hmm. So if I want to turn left, I want to turn right. But what they do, they farmed us in with the cannon fodder, the filth, the other lot, into the same category. Because them, they're so powerful, it's like, well, we do the same job as the cab drivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you ain't earned the right. And what gripes me even more is when other people use our ranks to pick up and drop off. I had a row with a compliance officer at Liverpool Street. Geezer t- pulled up on the rank. People were waiting there with suitcases. They looked at me. I went, you're not going to do your job? What? Well, he's picking up on our rank. I mean, no, no, he's, uh, but he's not, he's not dropping off. I went, what? We don't even know the rules. 
He went, oh yeah, but the, he, like, the passengers are getting in now. I went, it's not the point. If I didn't have my badge on me, you'd do me. Yeah, yeah. And send me a letter. Oh, not really. No, it's, it's not not really, mate. I said, if I had a bull tyre, I went, you'd do me. If my identifier weren't in, you'd do me. I went, but we're an easy target because of this. Because we keep our <laughs> mouth shut because you don't want to lose our badge. And that's where people won't, where people, I mean, maybe sort of scared or concerned that that's why they don't stick together. You've got cab drivers that have been here 30, 40 years. I've done my time out, I'm retired in five years. That's all right. <laughs> that's all right, John. You've got your holiday home in Marbella, all sorted, everything's like that. You've got four holidays a year. House is paid off, your detached house. You're all right, you've earned your money. But people like me that have been in it seven, not even a decade, I still need to go to work and I leave my, my young family home five, six days a week at night to earn my money. Mm. And I, ju- I just, like I said, I'm, I'm going off on one here, but mm. the, the lack of unity in this trade stems from the unions, as I said about McNamara. I want to do a promo for the trade. I want to do a documentary highlighting the mental health side of things. We, we've lost stuff. Um, promoting the knowledge. And then, and then talk about the infrastructural change in London and around the world. I want to take it around the world. I want to go to Beijing. I want to go to New York. Yeah. And I, I, don't want to talk, I don't want to talk about Uber. I don't want to talk about them. <coughs> they're not our people. People that use them, nine times that, they're not our people. So when people say, oh, we, we need to use our apps because they'll... <laughs> to, uh, we need to use our apps because they'll go to... No, they won't. They're staying with us. we got our loyal people. Mm-hmm. People that use them, that have used their app and they're getting bored of them, they might trickle on over a bit and then ask you the question, excuse me, how much to Brixton? Yeah. No, I'm all right, mate. No. <laughs> I do go south of the river, but like, you'll say uh, it's 30 quid. Between three of you, it's a tenner each. Oh, yeah, but they're saying 28. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get them then. <laughs> But is it, and like I said, like the thing about the protests, yeah. my view was all in or not in, or don't do anything because it's half hearted. If you're going to do it, it's half baked. Yep. You're, all you're doing is making the general public a little bit peeved. Annoyed, yeah, yeah. And you're not really achieving anything but actually alienating people. You're not getting the point across. That, that is that's what you're saying. So all in or not. So then you get the point across because a lot of 1,200 people, cab drivers or 500 cab drivers. They know you're not people a union just, side. Yeah, people will look at me like, well, is that it? Mm. So, like, where, yeah. where would the rest of you? But then cab drivers use it as an excuse to be like, well, why do you want to piss people off for? Yeah. What? Like, come on. All in or not in, yeah. Do you know what would be a great idea would probably be all the knobs that come in from Essex, slow driving from the A13, oh, yeah. <laughs> slow drive on the M4, mm. slow drive on the A10, yeah. A1, down south, I mean, down south, wherever. Yeah. Coming in from Streatham. Dave's a South London boy. Greenwich. I'm I think so. Yeah, you're I know. My song there. I think Aaron's a West Ham fan, Dan. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, oh, where's the Arsenal show? I'm Arsenal. Did you? Yeah, I didn't see the Arsenal show. Where's oh, that? Oh, no, you think you, you think you did watch your videos, wasn't it? I did <laughs> watch it. I did. A, I did a little bit about football, but okay, I'm so out of touch. Now. I got told by Thomas on, me, on, me, on the chat, don't wear any uh, football clubber. In the cab or in the appearances? No, yeah, in the cab, yeah. <laughs> Full football kit on yeah. appearance. <laughs> Going in with a Millwall scarf around yeah, your neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you'd be all right with me and Dave. We're Millwall supporters. Oh, so, you are, yeah. Uh, and Thomas was Chelsea. Yeah. You didn't get invited to his leaving, do? No. Nah. So he had the in the Chelsea ground in the nightclub in Chelsea. I that this year. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I don't know, it must cost a fortune. It did it? cost a fortune. The bar was free all evening and everything. Yeah. But then yeah. when you got You was there, Dave, were you? Yeah, I was there with you. Yeah. That's <laughs> how much you had a drink. When you got a police when, when you got a police Your wife pension. Was there, wasn't it? Yeah, my wife was there. When you got a police pension and a TFL pension, it's Stevie Five pensions. 
Yeah, he was. He was minted. He was. Um, yeah, we was rotten that night. Mm. I ended up in Leicester uh, Square in the clubs. Did you? We got to six o'clock in the morning train home to Greenwich. You sound uh. like a drunk. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, we, we definitely had a couple um, of times. Yeah. Uh, and we met up in the afternoon as well. Really? Yes. He's not a drunk, he's a professional. Yeah, yeah. pro, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Johnny, like Webster was, Johnny Webster was there, wasn't he? Johnny Webster. Johnny yeah. Webster. Cab driver as well. And, uh, it sounds like a criminal's name, even then, doesn't it? John, <laughs> Johnny the Knife Webster. Well, John. They call him the Don as well, don't they? Did I? Yeah, yeah John the Don. Oh, uh, John the Don. It's just. Yeah. You can't beat them names, can yeah, you? Well, Don. I've seen hey, the John as well. Yeah, you, you've done had his with Bonner Street and Roman Road, and uh, they were sort of like Northerners, really, mm. touching Northern, on Shoreditch. Yeah. So they were a bit further away. But yeah, back in the day. It's mad what you've classed as like Northern and all that. I remember driving to, I used to live in Hainal, so I used to drive through Barkingside, mm. Essex, sorry guys. A woman put her hand out, I wasn't working, and she went, oh, could you, like little old lady, she went, could you take me to Romford? I went, yeah, of course, we were going like, like mm. driving. She was crying on the A12, I went, oh, what's the matter? She went, it's gone really downhill round here, there's far too many buildings, this used to be the countryside. And I'm like, I've never known it to be the fucking no, countryside. No, no, no. Hainal Forest, that's it. But yeah, countryside, I was like, oh. Imagine, like, so it's mad how like the older generations view See certain it. areas and... And whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I this area well, was bombed completely canary, flat when I was a kid. Roof, there's nothing there. Was nothing. Really we, I yeah, was look, all, yeah. Roof, yeah. See nothing the pictures there. that mate. The pictures are amazing. You're too young for it, and yeah, you couldn't know it before. No, I see the pictures. So even like you know when uh, Greenwich Park, yeah. you overlook yeah. Canary Wharf, like from the eighties, yeah, to now. Yeah, I worked on it. I worked on Canary Wharf on a hammerhead. Where'd all the shops are? Well, building it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. I was a tipper driver then, truck driver. So oh, man's a tipper driver. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, like really. them RMS trucks oh, that go down the harbour, down there. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah like firing off dust and cutting you up. You weren't allowed to work on a Saturday on, on Canary Wharf. You had to work Sunday. I and mean, it was unusual for us. We normally work Saturday mornings, but we worked Sundays from, we had to work eight till four. And the reason being, it was Canadian Jewish money. Mm. So you weren't allowed to work Saturdays. Oh. And that's why it's called Canada Square, right? Because of Can- Canadian uh, money. Yeah, Canadian Jewish money, mate. Uh, Billy yeah. Or, yeah, How old are you, Dave? 57, 58 this year. Yeah. Look well, yeah. A lot of 57, yeah. 8, 58 years old. It's the cappuccino. I know you, Dave. You lovely. You talk about your wife, lovely, all the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just my best friend. Yeah, virtually like that. That's why you wouldn't be, you know, together that long. Thirty six years. Mm. Nineteen uh, eighty seven. Yeah, was I was. I was three. Three. Yeah, but you're so young. Three, as in like the the number three, but I say it with an F. <laughs> three. That's my Mrs. Eddie. She's a primary school teacher. She does her. Oh, you married someone educated? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and she's from Essex. No, she's from Croydon. Yeah, oh, see? oh dear. Yeah. See? But so yeah, <laughs> when we was looking at like getting a place, it was like I'll go in the middle, and I'm like, I said the middle. I said I'm Essex, you're Croydon. I said the middle is on the Thames on a boat. Yeah. So then we went off to uh, Brentwood Woolwich Ferry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Brentwood's lovely. Yeah, went to Brentwood, and we, like she likes houses with character. Like the Edwardian <laughs> and Victorian houses. Well, older houses, as opposed to new. Uh, yeah. The same like as the higher ceilings. Yeah. Uh, whereas me, I'm like a like <laughs> Taylor Wimpy one, like, like new build, you can hear Prefab. You wanted yeah. a prefab. Crap. <laughs> what type of house did your wife have gone come from? Did you come from older houses? Is that why yeah, she, she liked Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, she had a uh, like two up, two down uh, yeah. Victorian house. Mm. And then we pulled up on the drive, <clears> just going, look at this house on a, on a whim. And she went, if I'm moving here, she went, I want this house. And literally, that's how it was. What kind of house is it? Edwardian house. Yeah. It's a nice, nice In Brentwood? House. Yeah, terraced house. In in the sort of town of Brentwood or... Yeah, sort sort of of in, no, in the town, not in like in the sticks or like Pilgrim. Not too far from the high street. Mm. Yeah, parallel to that, but it's just... Uh, nice. That's, that's really nice. Uh, you've been to Brentwood? 
Yeah. Drop, 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 dr